Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking, and yes, it political posturing, political popping, breaking. What is going on with the uh, FBI? What happened last week with uh, former President Donald Trump may just make him our next president because people are tired of what's been going on with the FBI. The there's no such thing now of blind justice. And we're going to talk about that in today's show and also talk about the Anti-Inflation Act. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But you are listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Thank you for tuning in. And yes, there's a lot of hot people a lot of conservatives, a lot of constitutional lovers, people who love freedom and liberty, and we are seeing it being uh, just, we're seeing tyranny. We are seeing tyranny by uh, the FBI, our leaders, our attorney general. It's nothing but blatant tyranny. Mussolini, Mussolini would be so proud of what this administration's doing. You talk about fascism. You talk about dictatorship. And people would love, people who love dictators and people who love watching the regime of dictators, well, they got to love what Joe Biden's doing with his administration. This is uncalled for, unprecedented, that a former president of the United States had his home raided. <laughs> Somebody said, well, 35 FBI agents. No, wait, we're going to play a clip from uh, Pam Bondi on the Hannity Show. You'll find out there's a lot more than 35. Now, listen, what do we need to do? What, what is going on? Well, that's why you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We have got to make sure that... Th th this tyranny is stopped. And how do you do that? Well, one way we can all do it is make sure you get involved and get everybody involved in these midterm elections. I mean, that has to be our number one uh, thing we got to do because we have got, there's no way that what should happen, I mean, it should be, it doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican, whoever sees this tyranny that's going on uh, why they would raid a former president's home when they could uh, they could work with him, work with his lawyers. They were. So why, why don't the Democrats bring uh, Attorney General Garland up and, and ask him these questions? Because they're on the side of tyranny. And that's why everybody must get involved in these midterm elections you got to tell people who have never voted, hey, you better get registered to vote. Our country is going down the drain. And if we don't get an overwhelming force of people who love liberty 
and love freedom to get out in this election and vote against tyranny. Vote against those who want this global warming madness that they want everything to be on solar and wind power and, and kill the fossil fuel industry. I mean, what what is this world thinking? Well, the rest of the world is not doing it. Just Joe Biden and John Kerry and all the Democrats. They, they love high gas prices. No matter what they say, watch what they do. When they shut down the Keystone Pipeline, they're telling you they want you to have high gas prices. When it comes to election time, like we have, they scramble around trying to get gas prices down. They say, oh, if gas prices are going down so much, why did they go so high in the first place? Wow. <laughs> uh, yes, we got a show. Uh, thank you for tuning in across the country and even those around the world listening to what's going on in the U.S. of A. Well, we got tyranny going on, that's for sure. Tyranny. Uh, Thomas Jefferson spoke against tyranny, and the British were the, uh, were the promoters of tyranny back when we had to have a revolution to make our country. But now we got people who are going uh, just banana, banana republic on us with tyranny. And it's coming from uh, uh, Mr. Banana himself, Joe Biden. And we can call him Banana Biden. And, and because uh, he's given us the banana republic. We are now a banana republic. And I don't, we can't even use the term republic for tyranny, can we? Well, listen, uh, let's, let's see what... Uh, we're, we're going to play some clips to talk about what happened last week with former President Donald Trump. And we're also going to, uh, there's a part from uh, Greg Kelly on Newsmax. We got Steve Bannon on from War Room. We got Jonathan Turley on Sean Hannity. And also, I believe, uh, Pam Bondi that was on the uh, Hannity show. We got some clips to play that. Before we do, we just have to talk a little bit about this Anti-Inflation Act that the Senate passed, and uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure the House will have passed it, and it says anti-inflation bill, anti-inflation act, and it is the furthest thing from anti-inflation. It raises taxes. So it raises taxes on businesses, corporations. So what do they do? Do they pay the tax? Well, by law, they have to. So what do they do? They increase the cost of what they're selling. If it's services, if it's a product, the cost of taxes is passed on. So who pays it? The consumer. When consumers pay more for products, more for services, does that make inflation go up? Or is that anti-inflation? Well, somebody needs to tell the Democrats. Somebody needs to tell Chuck Schumer. Somebody needs to tell Joe Biden that we are tired of them treating people like uh, they're the king and, and we're the subjects. And that's tyranny. To call something anti-inflation when it does nothing to bring inflation down, but it causes inflation to go up. Inflation should never have been this high if we'd had a Keystone Pipeline, if we'd had uh, a good energy policy. And you can balance it with solar and wind power, but they have, when I say they, I mean this administration, they have people who are clapping their hands in glee and joy because we have high gas prices and they think people will stop driving. They'll buy electric cars. Oh, when you buy that electric car, guess what? You plug it into what? Coal-burning plants in many cases. Oh, so uh, 
we could go on and on about the Anti-Inflation Act, which also uh, messes up with the uh, uh, stock buy, buy stock buybacks. You know, you tell business what they can and can't do, and and there you go, you lose your freedom, and businesses are pushed into a corner, and and when they get pushed in a corner, can they make good, wise decisions about their business, about stock, and the shareholders? No, the government has forced them in the corner in high inflation, and and what's going to happen? Well, they're going to make poor business decisions. What's going to happen? Oh, we're in a recession. Oh, and you're forcing companies to make poor business decisions, taxing corporations. That Way to go, Democrats. Way to go. Way to really hurt this country and hurt everybody who's got a job, hurting everybody that needs to be out there in the workforce. You're hurting the workers. The Democrats are now the elitist, and, and they don't care about anybody unless you're coming across the border illegally. And if you're an American citizen, you get treated as a second-class citizen in your own country. Shame on the Democrats. Shame on Chuck Schumer. Shame on Nancy Pelosi. Shame on Joe Biden. And Hunter Biden. Oh, Hunter Biden. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that just great? You get the president of the United States, former president, gets all kind of uh, FBI raid on his home. And you got Hunter Biden where the FBI has had his laptop. They call it the laptop from hell. He's had it. They've had it for two years. And he's 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 on vacation with his daddy, Joe Biden, down uh, in a, on a beach. Wow. I mean, yeah, th- this country does not have blind justice. It is a two-tier justice system. And the FBI just proved it last week. The Attorney General Slam Dunk said, hey, you know, you Democrats, we got you covered. Republicans, you're gonna, we're gonna put the screws to you, and that's exactly what's going on. We got a two-tiered justice system, and it's time somebody spoke up. And if we don't get people out in this election, and if we don't get people watching the election, who's counting the votes? Then I, I, it's scary what's going to happen next. May not be listening to Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics. All right, yeah, they want total control. If they shut me down, they shut me down. But listen, there's enough patriots out there, and they can't put us all in prison at the same time, right? Well, listen, uh, we we need to move on, and let's talk about last week and what happened. Let's let's play this clip right here. Uh, let, let's play this from the uh, Hannity, Sean Hannity show on Fox News. Take a listen. The Justice Department, by the way, just labeled concerned parents speaking out at school board meetings as potential domestic terrorists that may need to be investigated at the request of the Democrats. They have also seemingly ignored the dozens of attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers. They declined to prosecute violent far-left rioters who attacked federal buildings in the summer of 2020. That courthouse in Portland, thousands of cops injured, dozens of Americans dead. They did nothing to stop the doxing and harassment of Supreme Court justices, even though we have a law against that, prohibiting that. They barely yawn when Chuck Schumer threatened these same justices by name on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court. They couldn't care less when Kamala Harris promoted that bail fund to get rioters out of jail and and told them not to, to stop rioting. Take note. They're not going to stop. They won't stop. They shouldn't stop. We won't stop. And now they don't seem to care at all that the disgusting, frankly, Biden family literally sold access to the highest levels of the U.S. government, China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, 
Attorney General Garland, you've had Hunter's laptop for two years. You talk about equal justice, equal application of our laws. Where is it? Joining us now, Pam Bondi is with us uh, for commentary, as well as Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett. Pam, your take on all of this. Sean, having personally, as a prosecutor for 18 years, signed thousands of subpoenas, thousands. Many times, people don't comply. So what do you do? You either issue a new subpoena or you do a motion to compel. Why wasn't that done in this case? The Trump people were working well with them. Why wasn't that done? That's a question for Merrick Garland. Number two for Merrick Garland, the warrant. Think about the warrant. If you're going to issue a warrant, the reason has to be, I'm worried they're going to destroy evidence. Well, what's suspect about that? We've now learned that warrant was signed on Friday, but not executed until Monday. So why get the warrant? That doesn't even make sense. Number three, I have personally been involved in many, many search warrants, authorizing them, the execution of the search warrants, and they came in there with guns blazing, like you said. For documents, you know what you do? You get a couple agents, you go up, you show the warrant at Mar-a-Lago. They knew the president wasn't there. They knew it was a skeleton crew at Mar-a-Lago. You go in, you go to the safe, you go to the office, you get the documents you need. Done. Yet what did they do? They brought they did an execution on land, on sea, by air. They had agents in the water, agents in the air. You may have only seen 30 to 40 there on the ground, but there were hundreds of agents that had to have been weaponized to pull the assault off at Mar-a-Lago that day and that night. Merrick Garland, that's where, that's where tax dollars are going to that. Did you see the massive trucks out there, Sean, lined around? You know why they did that? It was the optics. They thought Donald Trump would look like a common criminal, but it backfired on them. And the American people have seen what they've done, and they are disgusted by this. And he's got a lot more explaining to do. Well, that was Pam Bondi right there on the Sean Hannity show. And did you know that we were told 35 FBI agents? That's a lot. Did you know they had people in the air, <laughs> in the sea, in the water? Did you know they had so many? And she said literally hundreds that were executing this raid, this raid on a former president of the United States. Banana Republic, Joe Biden, you're the top banana. Banana Biden, that's, he's got a new name. He's made us a Banana Republic, and so Joe Banana Biden, that's... That's his name as far as I'm concerned. Make a banana republic out of this great country. Listen, uh, th th there was a lot of response. Uh, also, on Sean Hannity had Jonathan Turley. Now, he's a Democrat, a constitutional law expert. Take a listen to what he had to say. Early. Jonathan, you know what? You're a pretty fair arbiter. You really are. You're a Democrat. We don't agree on everything politically, but you, you kind of call them as you see them. You call balls and strikes. I give you a lot of credit for that. There's not many in the media that do. You tell me if I'm wrong in my thinking. After all that we went through with first the attempt to tie Donald Trump to Russia through the Alpha Bank and, and the Trump Tower servers connected to the Russian bank, that was all a lie. They tried to push that on the American people. Then Hillary pays for a dossier with money that she funneled through a law firm that hired Fusion GPS, that hired Christopher Steele. Then it's all unverifiable, now debunked information in that dirty dossier, but yet they were warned before they ever applied for the first FISA application 
but they used it anyway. They used it four times. It says at the top of a FISA application verified. Uh, that was signed, three of them were signed by James Comey himself. Then you think of people like Peter Strzok and his words, uh, they had an insurance policy so Donald Trump wouldn't get elected. Uh, am I wrong, are others wrong in our, our genuine distrust of the FBI and the DOJ? You know, look at the treatment of Peter Navarro recently, or the treatment of Paul Manafort or Roger Stone, who we're going to talk to. Am I wrong in thinking that if you're a conservative, you're treated one way, and if you're Hillary Clinton, if you're a Biden, uh, you get treated another way? No, that's precisely why this raid seems to me rather reckless. And that is, the Attorney General has to weigh that context. This country is a tinderbox, and he has an agency in the FBI that has a documented history of false statements, a documented history of misleading courts. And you have to consider that before you approve a raid of this kind. And one of the things that struck me with your initial comments, Sean, with these sources is how they described this warrant. Uh, they, they told you that there were two things described in the warrant. One, a general category of material that should have been turned over to the archives under the Presidential Records Act. And the second one was a general reference to possibly classified information. If that description is accurate, it is very concerning. First of all, the first category I think you have to, to just set aside. The PRA is not a criminal statute. It's not ordinarily enforced using these types of heavy-handed tactics. What all of us were looking for in this warrant, and maybe we'll see it, is a specificity, that they had specific documents in mind with a very high level of classification, documents that the Trump people had refused to turn over. That's the specificity we're looking for. That's the type of thing that would legitimate uh, tr bringing this to or escalating this to a higher level. What your sources describe is not that. And so we'll see what happens with this warrant. But when, when the Attorney General was speaking, all of us had the same reaction in the field, which is we're not that interested in the warrant as opposed to the affidavit. That's where we would find out what the court was told. The warrant itself is sort of the conclusions. It describes the parameters of the search. What we want to know is why the search was ordered, what was told to the court, and did they reveal that there had been cooperation with the first subpoena? Well, those are things we all want to know. I'm glad Jonathan Turley brings in some uh, deep thought with uh, intellectual constitutional law knowledge, and and it's good to understand what they're talking about. But I, in a minute, we're, I'm going to play Steve Bannon on the war room and see what he had to say. <laughs> he, he didn't use the deep thought. He he laid it out. So we're going to play him in just a minute. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Hey, and uh, for those who haven't got my book, I say my book. I wrote it along with Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland. It's called Bedrock Truths. You can get that book by going to www.docholiday.org. Love to get that book to you. If you don't have, have that, or get one for your liberal friend, Bedrock Truths. Now... I also, I mentioned before, we'll have a book that has nothing to do with politics. So why should I tell you about it? Well, because <laughs> I'm writing a book, and it's a fictional tale. So uh, we leave politics out of it. 
So that's one that even your liberal friends, you can get them a gift. Hopefully we'll get it out before Christmas. But just letting you know, we'll have a new book coming out that I've never done a work of fiction. And I got a, I got a book, and it's called, uh, it's going to be called uh, Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. So be uh, looking that for that, and I'll tell you more about it. So that'll be coming up. And I just want to also say that we, I'm working on getting some different candidates on, and so you meet them, understand them, and understand what I said earlier in the show. This, uh, this election is so important, the midterm election, and we have got to overwhelming, overwhelmingly make this a transformational election where people will come into the conservative side, Republican Party, the anti-tyranny party, the party that's for lower gas prices, lower energy costs for the workers. If you are working for a living, then you need to be part of the party that protects the workers. And it's not the Democratic Party anymore. They only look after the elite and, and, and the illegal uh uh, illegal aliens that have come across the border. So listen, make sure <laughs> make sure that you get involved in this election. Now, I, I told you we were going to play this clip from Steve Bannon on War Room, and, and then I got a little clip from Greg Kelly on Newsmax, and you need to listen to this about what happened last week. It's, uh, Steve Bannon is talking about our, our Attorney General, uh, Mr. Garland, but take a listen to what Steve Bannon had to say after the raid on uh, President Trump last week. Lies from your staff. The Newsweek editor's got to come forward now and say, hey, here are the two guys that told us, right? Here's the two people that told us. They said they had, Newsweek doesn't make this stuff up. They said they had direct knowledge of the matter and were authorized by the Justice Department to tell them, we don't know what the FBI did. It looked like it, they thought it was a normal course of business. We have no idea what happened. And now you come out today and say you personally approved it? Did they lie and you try to do the misdirection play that we all be satisfied with? No, because the war room and other entities smoked you out of your cave and forced you to come up there today and wet yourself on global TV. You're an embarrassment. You make Biden look like a man. you got to stand in and own a decision. Don't sit there with the little hump shoulders and the crackling voice. Oh, and I will not stand by. Yeah, you will stand by. You're going to stand by. How about this? You're a lawless scumbag. The people around you are lawless scumbags. The FBI is nothing but a new American Gestapo. They're a bunch of lawless thugs, right? You'll kick down the door and put a gold star mother who's a, who's a, a, a election official in Colorado in chains. Your big shots there. You pull Peter Navarro, a 70 year old man off a plane when he's got lawyers talking to him and put him in chains like a dog. This is what you, your big shots. Hey, guess what? Your days are ending. You're, you're blown out the ballot box. Then you're going to be brought up on charges. You're going to be impeached. And then criminal charges should be filed against you. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. Let's see the affidavit. Let's see everything. What was it that the Trump lawyers were in discussions? You had a grand jury subpoena. The lawyer on today, Christina Bob, said she had to ask you. You tried to play hardball at first. With the warrant, and then you didn't send show all the warrant. You didn't show all of it. They said part of it's sealed. You're a liar. 
And not just that, you're a wimp liar. You're an embarrassing little wimp, the little crackling voice. You're about to cry there about three or four times. Did you have to get your courage up? You had to walk around and get your courage up? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement where you had to have your press officers sit there and mark it up? Yeah, by the way, we told Newsweek the other day we had nothing to do with it. We smoked you out. We smoked you out on a global stage, and now you had to come out and say you did it when you tried to lie and spin it the other day and hope that we would just sit there. Oh, yeah, 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 the FBI. Dave Bossie. Dave Bossie said at the time, that's a lie. It had to be Merrick Garland. And guess what? It was a lie, and it was Merrick Garland. It was Merrick Garland, our attorney general. That was Steve Bannon just letting the world know, and he was hot last week. I just had to play that clip for you. And now, uh, Greg Kelly on the Newsmax show. Let me play this clip for you, and then we got to wind it up. But so much uh, power and energy. And they said President Trump has never raised so much money as he did last week after this raid on his home. And I, I really believe it's backfired. And like I said at the beginning of the show, this one event may make President Trump our next president. Are you ready for that? <laughs> well, take a listen to what Greg Kelly on Newsmax had to say. Merlin allowing this nonsense to continue. <laughs> he's such a he, he's such an institutionalist that maybe he's too afraid to go after Trump. Merrick Garland, if you indict Trump, you'll be my person of the year, yeah. of the decade. Okay, so Mr. Tough Guy was hearing this from the far left every single day. Uh, and during the January 6th hearings, even, uh, this is uh, the star Democrat. They're really pushing her. She's no star, but take a look. Attorney General Garland, do your job so that we can do ours. Ooh, that we can do ours. Well, it was happening publicly and privately, the pressure coming from the White House. I'm actually going to uh, cite the New York Times here. I think this story is accurate. It was leaked by the White House by people close to close to uh, President Biden. The attorney general's deliberative approach has come to frustrate Democratic allies of the White House and at times President Biden himself, okay? He wanted action from this attorney general. What's going on? Why the delay? Next, please. Mr. Biden confided to his inner circle that he believed former President Donald J. Trump was a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted according to two people familiar with his comments. All right, you know what this is? This is pressure from the White House. This is political pressure directed at his attorney general in their beloved New York Times. Oh yeah. Biden has even privately uh, said privately that he wanted Mr. Gard to act less like a ponderous judge and more like a prosecutor who is willing to take decisive action over the events of January 6th. Well, you hear it? He's really decisive now. He's really doing things, uh, being a tough guy and then running for cover. Thank you. Thank you all for your questions. But as I said, this is all I can say at this time. And there he goes. That's it. Um, back to being a wimp. <laughs> this DOJ is out of control. The FBI is out of control. You know, they stopped a congressman on the street, Scott Perry, Republican of Pennsylvania, and took his cell phone. You saw what they did to the senior DOJ Trump official, Mr. Clark. They grabbed him in the middle of the morning, wouldn't let him put his pants on, and searched his house. Made him stand in the driveway without his pants on. Peter Navarro, 
You know him, friend of Newsmax, a total genius. They arrested him, dragged him off a plane. Steve Bannon arrested. My gosh, this is, they're out of control. And they've been doing it for years, harassing Trump administration officials during the administration, post-administration. This is out of control. And the liberal media will not call them out on it because they approve of it. And that's why we need more conservative voices. I'm glad you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And we put together this show so that we can all see the outrageous actions of the FBI. And I used to love the FBI and had so much respect for it. But as we've said, they have come down against this and uh, this pr former President Trump when before he got into office, during his office. And and now, I mean, are they, they are they keeping spies on him? They said there was an informer, uh, FBI informant. I mean, uh, have they spied on him from the very beginning? Are they spied on him when he was president? And then they're spying on him when he's not president. I mean, does anybody? I mean, is, is how are they doing all this? And then there's can they set him up? Can they plant stuff in this? Well, they they planted the Russian hoax where that was Hillary Clinton. But you remember. Barack Obama knew Hillary Clinton had set him up, and Joe Biden knew that Hillary Clinton had set him up. How much do they hate America, that they're willing to let America just turn into a banana republic because they have Trump derangement syndrome? The only way out of this is for Americans to get to the ballot box in overwhelming numbers who love liberty and love freedom and get this nation back on track. We've been a banana republic for the whole world, and people are going to take advantage of it. Everybody from Kim Jong-un in North Korea, uh, we see Putin's been taking advantage of it. All with, he wouldn't have ever invaded Ukraine if President Trump was in office. So much happened because of the dishonesty in, in, uh, of government officials. It's a shame. And the only way I know out is to make sure there's overwhelming votes for freedom and liberty for conservatives, for Republicans this November. Even if there's Republicans you don't like. I mean, we can't have Democrats in control like they have now because we have no way of getting uh, Attorney General Garland to... Uh, testify in front of uh, Congress because the Democrats won't do it. They know what a blunder uh, he just made. So, hey, thanks for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're going to dig deeper next week in more of Rock Splitting Politics. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.